Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nicky Big J. Here we are on Friday, the fourth day of October 2019. My name is Nick, ladies and gentlemen. It's Radio's Big J. Yeah. Welcome to today. Welcome to today. Big J has said it best. Hopefully you have a, a good weekend planned. What are you doing this weekend? You don't have the wife in town? You just all your on ball well, by yourself? No, I've got the walk tomorrow. That's the right. walk to end Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So that'll take up a few hours of my day. And uh, yeah, you're right. I, I plan to plan on getting some trucking done. Truck it up. Uh, you've got uh, double XP and money on uh, MC Club stuff on uh, Grand Theft Auto V. So I got some grinding to do. Okay. So it's all video game related. Yeah. Here. We would go out for a walk. <laughs> Aren't you doing that already on Saturday? No, no, I, no I'm not walking. I'm the uh, oh, I'm the Grand MC. Theft Auto. No, I literally go out for a walk. God. Oh, you're not, not a virtual walk. Nope. You're not going to download like a virtual walking game. No, I'm going to do a virtual beat the hell out of your morning show partner show. <laughs> well, good luck selling that. Uh, and so that should be a pretty cool weekend for you. Congratulations, Sewer. We have a busy show planned for you today. Not only do we have another chance at some cash for you today, at 8.30 with the all-cash $25,000 double dare, that is happening. But we have a Joker review that we have to get into today. Man. We have to get into the world of prizes to give away, including Dropkick Murphy's tickets for a show that's a little over, well, it's 10 days away. And then we have ourselves Day to Remember tickets, which is 11 days away. And so things are going to start to get hot and heavy. As I was, you know, uh, you flip over the calendar in your office, and then you start. I start writing down all the the dates. I forgot like how nuts that week of the fourteenth is. There's there's six shows that week. Yeah, days. yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Thanks for nothing, everybody. Six shows. Wait, what, what are you? What can't you spread them out a little bit? No, you got to all tour together at the same time. Right. It's all about routing. They're all in the same area at the same time. So it is cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. I mean, it literally is. It's Dropkick, and then it's Star Set the same day, and then the day to remember, I prevail at Beartooth, and Floater, then Shinedown, and Papa Roach, and Asking Alexandria, and Alexandria, Guar, and Highly Suspect. That's seven shows in the span of six days. It's nuts. So, we are going to be busy, to say the least. But it's a good kind of busy. It could be worse, right? Oh, there could be nothing going on. And we've been through that before, too, haven't we? Yeah. So we'll take this happily. Hopefully you have a chance to go to all those shows as well as it is going to be a busy week. We'll try to help you do that with some tickets and more fun and we get started with some important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. There's a lot of single people out there, Big J. A lot of single people out there using those dating apps, those Tinders. You understand? I, I believe, well, yeah. And Randy tells us all about it. I know. And if you give Randy more than five minutes, I'll tell you how frustrated he is with it. But he refuses to change. He's steadfast in his ideas, kind of like you, Big J. And uh, it can be frustrating mm-hmm. for sure. But there is another method of dating that some people are doing, and they're claiming it to be much more successful. They're calling it slow dating, Big J. You know, the whole process of Tinder and uh, online dating apps is to get things done as quickly as possible. A lot of people call them hookup apps, you know? It's basically like, where are you? Let's get together. Let's bump uglies and let's call it a day. Yeah. But this process involves basically going on fewer dates and making those that you go on count. So instead of, like, grabbing coffee with somebody on Tinder, you actually, you know, go out with somebody and make it an honest-to-goodness date where you have two or three or four things planned. And you do this, like, once every three weeks. 
as opposed to, you know. Once every three weeks. Or two weeks. What whatever. do they call this molasses dating? Slow. Slow. Slow dating. Samara Sullivan is the founder of a matchmaking service, and she says slow date is the first step to focus on written content of potential matches profile rather than the, your profile picture. Next, limit the amount of time you use with dating apps. And lastly, limit the number of matches you actually talk to in the apps, as well as the number of dates that you go on. She says that slow dating doesn't happen to be done via digital means, but it can also happen organically in real life, face-to-face interactions. You know, like dating. <laughs> used to be. Where you had to actually have a conversation with somebody before you agreed to meet them in public. But it is one of those deals where it's a different approach, I suppose. It's not, you know, groundbreaking or new. I mean, it's really just telling people to take it easy. But with the ADHD lifestyle that we live, and we're, we're on to the next thing as quickly as we can possibly be, it, yeah. it's nice every once in a while to remind yourself to, hey, maybe just focus a little bit. Take it down a notch. If you're not happy with the way things are going on your apps, you're going to have to change. Because the app won't change. You know what I mean? You're going to have to figure it out. Adapt and overcome, Big J. What we're famous for around here, right? Yeah, absolutely. St. Louis Cardinals and the Dodgers won the opening games of the National League Division Series yesterday to kick off the baseball postseason. Cardinals beat the Braves 7-6 last night, and the Dodgers shut out the Nationals 6-0. Game 2 will both be played today, as will the opening games of the American League Division Series between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros and the Yankees and the Minnesota Twins. So four, four baseball games on the docket today. Seahawks topped the Rams 30-29 last night. Russell Wilson threw four touchdowns as he led his team to victory at his home crowd. A four-yard touchdown pass to Chris Carson on fourth and goal. Gave Seattle the lead with 2.28 left to play. But, listen, the Rams marched right down that field and gave Greg Zerlin a a 44-yard field goal attempt with 11 seconds left. I don't know if he thought maybe a timeout was coming, but, uh, you know, they didn't call a timeout like they do sometimes to ice the kicker, and he just pushed this thing right. And Zerlin's one of the best in the business, so he, uh, he had a rough day. It sucks. Jared Goff, 395 through the year, one touchdown in a losing effort for the Rams. The Rams fall to 3-2. and two. Uh, Seahawks are now 4-1 and one on the year. BSU at UNLV tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. If you want to watch it, the Broncos are favored by 22. We will give you our final score predictions in the 8 o'clock hour for that particular thing. And Netflix is being investigated for tax evasion, Big J. Finally. Uh, the mega streamer doesn't have a physical presence in Italy where the actual investigation is taking place, but prosecutors argue that the streamer's infrastructure qualifies as a local business and it should pay taxes in Italy. This sounds to me like a goofy investigation where people are trying to get money out of a business that doesn't actually operate there. But I'm not sure how much reality this whole charge is based in, but we'll see what ends up happening. It's still a thing that's actually happening in Italy, I guess. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff, kids. Sin on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You know, I I, I always want to make uh, make life lessons something uh, really funny and hilarious, and you know, try to come up with a great way to give a good lesson. But you know, today's is really simple, man. Especially after watching the Joker last night, we'll get into. But hey, how about this, man? Today, today, uh, maybe try to do this every day, but today in particular. Just be nice to somebody, anybody. And I'm not saying that you, uh, whoever might be listening out there, is a jerk constantly. Uh, but we all have those moments where, you know, maybe we're not the, the most pleasant person to be around. Uh, I know I'm certainly that way on, on a daily basis. And you already cases. threatened me with violence. Today. Yeah, well, you had it coming. 
Uh, but that doesn't mean I won't still have the opportunity to be nice to you. So, <laughs> point taken, right? Uh, but no, seriously, uh, I was obviously kidding. I didn't really uh, intend to beat the living hell out of Nick. But be nice to somebody today. It can make the world of difference. And, and maybe for that person, uh, it, it's the thing that you know has, helps them have an amazing day or it saves the day for them. But it's just one of those simple things. If we all together can do that on a daily basis, the world would be so much a better place. And you don't have to give money. You don't have to go do stuff for people. You don't have to go volunteer for hours and hours and hours. Just be nice to somebody. Don't criticize today. Just be nice. It's simple and easy to do. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. Uh, even when you're having a bad day, especially when you're having a bad day, be, try to be nice and turn it around because that kind of positivity can really, really do wonders. And uh, I just was reading about a, um, some research that's being done and, and how gratitude and being nice can actually heal your brain, uh, which is a crazy, crazy idea. But, you know, it, it doesn't cost anything. So, so be nice, man. Nick, you're a great person. You're a wonderful <laughs> human being. You've been a great partner for all these years. Uh, I couldn't have made... made it through this last 12 years without your help so thanks man thank you big j thank you don't go to hell all right okay i promise i won't that's one of the things i say to people go to hell uh today i'm saying don't go to hell go to heaven man even if you don't believe it okay all right go to heaven big j thanks man you're welcome very roadhouse of you uh to turn this life lesson yeah don't even be me there's no time to fight just be nice yeah Somebody calls you a name. Be nice. Turn the cheek. Now, do you want to wrap it up the way that uh, Patrick Swayze and Roadhouse did until it's time to not be nice? No, because that infers that there's you have to at some point not be nice today. So unless you have to defend your very life against somebody. Right. It's not like you're out there trying to clean up the double deuce, right? Yeah. Then use your thumb right in the throat. Go for the knee. Take the biggest man down. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson courtesy of Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, how you sleeping these days? Oh, okay. Yeah? yeah. In which position do you sleep? Fetal. Just crying, crying a lot. Rocking no, I sleep forth. on my side. Perfect. You were doing the right thing. According to chiropractors, anyway, they say that sleeping on your side can help prevent stress points from forming, then aggravate joints and connect the tissue. Also, sleeping on your side can open up your airways, Big J. Reduce that sleep apnea that made you hit get a machine allowing more oxygen to enter the body. Now, of course, if you've got better oxygen flow, that means you feel refreshed, you're less tired in the morning, as long as you get enough sleep. If you want to encourage yourself to stay sleeping on your side, doctors suggest using a pillow against your torso or between your knees and ankles to help support your body. And to keep your head and pillow level with the mattress in order to ease some pressure on your neck, bro. I've tried, uh, like, many times to do the sleeping with the pillow in between your knees. I just never, it never works. It doesn't seem comfortable for me either. I can't, I can't do it. It feels unnatural. I, I don't like it. Uh, I also tend to sleep on either my side or my, my stomach, one of the two. It just seems to be the most comfortable for me. But I can't do the, the body pillow. I can't do the, the pillow by your feet or the pillow in between your legs or anything like that. I just need a uh, just need the pillow by my head. Is that okay? Is that weird? That I want the pillow by my head? By your head, not on your head? No, I don't want it on top of my head. That doesn't do me any good. No, no, no. On, below head. your head. Yes. Yes, please. By your head or below it? Yes, both. 
It needs to be surrounded. My head oh, needs yeah. to be surrounded. Yeah, I like that, too. Like a, like a wall. I, I have discovered, however, here's a weird thing. I think I'm using my pillow wrong. Probably. Here's how I noticed that. Because, uh, you know, the, the my pillow stuff, right? The commercial where the, the guy is everywhere, the my pillow guy? Yeah. I got it as a gift, and then, uh, like, I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I didn't like the pillow. But I'm watching the commercial, and all these people have, like, the pillow... Like, almost, like, on their shoulder as well as their head. Like, it's on their shoulder, and then it's, like, it's like taking up the space in between their neck and their actual head where they're laying down. And I'm like, am I using my pillow wrong? Because I just have it, like, on my neck and my head. It's never on my shoulder. Does that make sense? Uh, I, not, kind of. Kind of. So like yeah, the you're pil- a weirdo. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm looking at the commercial. Wait, do you have the pillow on your shoulder? Well, it's usually in between my shoulder and my neck, so... But, I mean, it, are, is your shoulder on your pillow as well as your neck and yeah. your back? It Sometimes, is. yeah. Okay. I must be using it wrong, because I just have, like, the bottom part of the pillow is, like, up against the bottom, the top part of my neck. And I just use it Why don't you lay my... down here and show me? That might be harassment. BSU is at I UNLV. I assure you, sir, it is not. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe you. BSU is at UNLV tomorrow night, 8.30 kickoff on CBS Sports Network. You are can see the Broncos favored by 22 points. Big J and I will give you our final score predictions next hour for sure. Seahawks beat the Rams 30-29, to although it really came down to a missed field goal from Greg Zerline. The Rams had their chances, but uh, he pushed a 44-yarder right, and that was it. But uh, listen, uh, Russell Wilson had a huge game. Four touchdowns lead the team to victory. Chris Carson had a touchdown as well and over 100 yards rushing. That Rams defense may be terrible. What happened? I mean, they gave up 55 to the the Buccaneers last week, and then I mean they've given up 85 points in the last two games. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I, I know for sure that listen, the Seahawks offense is pretty good sometimes. Russell Wilson is, you know, hard to stop. That running game is pretty good, and so um, and the Saints, you know, that's pretty good offense as well. I don't know well, what's the Saints, going on. There. It was the it was the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, the Buccaneers. Well, they're a vertical team as well. They might have problems, I think, more in the secondary than anything. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, they were a pretty good defense last year, and although all they did was lose Ndamukong Sue, they, they still ended up, you know, being – they got some names in that defense. Clay Matthews came over, and a couple of the people joined the squad, and it just hasn't been good. And Wade Phillips is one of the best defense coordinators in the biz. I think sometimes what you see there is just sometimes the ball – goes your way in in one, more than one case and last year may have had that chance. I mean, look, they should have won the game with a field goal. And the, the defense thing doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Cardinals and Dodgers win last night in the opening game of the division series. All four games are on the docket tonight for Major League Baseball, including game one between the Rays and the Astros and the Yankees and the Minnesota Twins. Big J, you and Robert Patterson have a lot in common. Neither of you have any idea how the hell he got Bruce Wayne in the new Batman film. I think I know now. How's that? Uh, well, he is, uh, he's in that, uh, Tenet movie that's directed by Christopher Nolan. Oh, he is? Uh, yeah. He's not in that, uh, that, that preview at all. Uh, no, he's not, but he, I saw his name in there. So I'm like, eh, that might, you know, and, and I'm sure that they filmed that movie quite some time ago. So, you know, that's pretty good in right there in the Batman world. He tells Esquire in a new cover story that it's kind of insane. I was so far away from ever thinking it was a realistic prospect. I literally don't understand how I've got to be Batman at all. Pattinson's 33 years old. He wasn't the only person that was shocked that he got the role. Uh, Twitter's reaction wasn't as tart as uh, he expected. He told Variety that the backlash was actually a little bit less poison than he thought it was going to be. 
But the director, Robert Eggers, was all in. He said, even in the Twilight years, I never said, oh, he's just a pretty boy. I always thought there was something interesting about him. Co-star Willem Dafoe said that, you know, it was one of those deals that Pattinson is perfect for the role. And Willem knows a little something about superhero movies. You understand, Big J? Yeah. As he's been in a couple. So he's kind of laid low and done a bunch of independent films since Twilight. And so now he says he's ready for the limelight again. Give him the cowl. Let's go to town. And we'll see. I I don't even know if they've started filming this thing yet. Well, it's here's Batman voice. That's all. Oh, Batman. (laughs) It's English. (laughs) I'm Batman. Hello, governor. I'm Batman. Get out. Get out. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Manchester, Kentucky is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Drugs are bad, okay? Big J, stay off of drugs. Okay. Thanks, man. Trying. That was easy. Uh, <laughs> trying? Is it a struggle? Well, I mean, I try not to take any medications at all. Or are we talking about just the, the, the hard drugs? No, I'm talking about the hard stuff. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. The hard stuff. The hard stuff especially. I mean, I'm guessing that maybe if you take enough of pills, you might be able to do something like this, but this is a rare case. See, the uh, Clay County Sheriff's Office there in uh, Kentucky was driving down the highway, and they saw a man sitting on the end of the freeway. Not advisable for you to be just hanging out on the end of a freeway. It's usually not something they recommend. I'm not 100% sure if it's legal. I don't think you can just walk on the freeway, right? I mean, in an emergency situation, you can't help it, but I don't think they allow you to just, like, you know, that's why you don't see people just walking down the freeway. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, obviously, the police were like, okay, something is strange, something is weird. And uh, the guy was just kind of sitting on one of, like, the uh, the medical kind of, the medical, the metal kind of barrier barriers that are on the side of freeways, and he was, it looks like he was trying to smoke something. And so they're like, oh, my God, what's happening here now? And so the police stopped over, and they went up to 52-year-old Kelman Davidson. And uh, sure enough, Big J, there he was trying to smoke something. And so they were like, wait a second, what, what is going on there? And he was, uh, looks like it was a rock, Big J. And they're like, okay, here we go. This is bad news. Crack cocaine, God knows what it is, right? Yeah. Well, it just turns out it was a piece of gravel <laughs> that, uh, that he had Ooh. saw on the side of the road, and he thought it looked like crack and he was like, let's give this thing a shot. Let's give it the old college try and see if it's exactly what just, I'm looking just for. Just open. He was just like, yeah, man. It'd be a good way to w- 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 look at all these pieces of crack rock I see on the side of the road. Let's spark one I'm of these I'm surrounded up. by crack. Oh, man. And so uh, police said that the man appeared extremely d- intoxicated, smelled of alcohol, and was trying to smoke several pieces of gravel when they came up to him walking on the side of the freeway. That's never good. Never good. You are way far past gone when you start to spark up just pieces of gravel on the side of the road. So uh, they ended up having to arrest him. He was staggering and uh, couldn't stand on his two feet. They found a uh, bottle of Fireball right by him, Big J. It's never good. And uh, then, of course, the uh, the pipe that he had had some residue in it, which is never good either. That's unfortunate. That's a controlled substance felony, too. And so now he's charged with two things. So got to be careful not to fall into that particular side of stuff. It's no good. Drugs are terrible, especially the hard stuff, man. Next thing you know, you're smoking gravel on the side of the road or trying to. I mean, I, I can't imagine he was successful, right? Right. I mean, probably thought he got himself some really bad crack, which is not good. So he finds himself in jail. He'll be facing a lot of time and some fines as well. 
So remember, stay off drugs. That's our anti-drug PSA. How do we do? I think we, we, we hit a home run. Great, man. Well done. Good we'll pat job. ourselves on the back. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to give you a chance to go to the PBR Rope This. That's next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is lit to my own worst enemy here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And just like we've been doing all week long at this particular point, we are giving you a chance to win some tickets to the PBR. It is happening the 18th and 19th at the Ford Idaho Center. And we have got your free tickets right now if you're caller X 208-287-1003. You have a chance to play Rope This. You have to figure out what Big J is throwing his fictional lasso around based on some clues. If you can put them all together, we give you some tickets and you're qualified for a VIP upgrade where you're sitting in some pretty awesome seats and you get free food and drink for the PBR, which, listen, you're living like a king. What do you have to complain about? Yeah, no kidding. It's pretty nice, all things considered. So, Big J, do you have something you want to lasso this morning? (laughs) I I really do. All right, then we are going to go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hi, Hi, this is Michelle. All right, Second Michelle. Topic. Good morning to you very much. Thank you for calling good in, morning. and good luck to you with Rope This. Here's Big J with his lasso. Former right. guest. Hey, Big J. Hi, hi. Hey, a former <laughs> guest of the morning after and the late George Barris designed the first version of this car back in the late 60s. Wait, what's his name? George Barris. Oh. <laughs> All right, second clue. Another clue. Second clue. <laughs> Tim Burton's version with Michael Keaton getting to drive around. Looked like a long pass. There you go. Nice work. Good job, Michelle. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those PBR tickets, and we'll get you in the running for that VIP package. And maybe just maybe you'll be living like a queen come the PBR happening on the 18th and 19th. More information on tickets and stuff at ictickets.com or xrock.com. What was the rest of the clues? Uh, the dark, oh, I didn't get a chance to even finish that one. Uh, the, the fir- Michael Keaton, the Tim Burton version looked like a long Pez dispenser. <laughs> and the Dark Knight version is easily the baddest ass version of this iconic car. So there you go. It is the Batmobile. Is it because of the Joker last night? It yeah, got you in man. a Batman mood. And so you wanted to do a little bit of uh, Batmobile lassoing. Uh, can you lasso the Batmobile, Big J? Or would it well, have yeah, anti-lasso technology? Of, no, you can. You go on a hell of a ride. Just right. ask Wonder Woman. <laughs> All right, we'll do that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Wonder Woman. There is your rope this fun. We got some important stuff. At 8.30, we're going to play the all-cash $25,000 double dare. Big J, what are the categories today? Oh, I, I haven't uh, I haven't looked at your email. You probably should. Uh, hold on here. Um, I don't have your email. It's not here. That's not true. It's there. Uh, no, it's, it's, I'm looking at my email and it's not here. So the categories today for big J who is not ready to go is a little bit of fun called board games. I don't have your email. Come here and look at it. People that shouldn't be famous, but are, those are your two categories, board games and people that shouldn't be famous but are. So read up on those because you got yourself about 40 minutes before we're giving away some cash. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. So you're having a baby, Big J. No. Congratulations. Not me. People often focus on women's health when it comes to having a baby, but it turns out dad's alcohol consumption can play a role as well. Oh, no. Researchers from China said they looked into a number of data from studies around the globe and found that dads-to-be should avoid alcohol for about six months before trying to have a baby to protect their child from future possible birth defects. They found their men that men who drink booze before conceiving a child raise their child's risk of heart problems by up to 44%. 
The study notes that although the analyst has the analysis has limitations, for example, the type of alcohol was not recorded, but it does indicate that men and women planning a family should probably stop drinking before they do that, just to make sure the baby's as healthy as possible. So quit hitting the booze, Big J, as you're trying for young Big J running around. No, 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 I'm doing not doing little that. teeny tiny Big J things. Be great, but we're past that. Nothing's over. I remember somebody <laughs> saying that once. You Rambo. BSU taking on UNLV tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. The Broncos are favored by 22. Big J, what's your final score prediction? Um, Oh, boy. Uh, you know, I'm going to go 48 to 21. Look at you. 48 to 21 in favor of the Broncos. I like the Broncos to cover as well. A little bit lower scoring than Big J's got it. I've got it 40 to 10 in favor of BSU. We'll see who comes out on top tomorrow night if you want to watch the game. Rams had a chance to beat the Seahawks last night as time expired. A 44-yard field goal for Greg Zerline, one of the best kickers in the business, but he missed it. He pushed it right with 11 seconds left. This is right after the Seahawks. I mean, an amazing interception uh, to almost seal the deal. The the Rams defense actually did do a pretty good job of of setting up shot, but it should have been a game-sealing interception. It was a great pick by Thompson, defensive back for Seattle, to uh, give the the uh, Seahawks the ball as the Rams were driving again. But Goff drew them right down the field. They just couldn't hit that field goal to give them the win. So Seattle wins 30 to 29. Seattle three and one. The Rams now uh, excuse me four and one. The Rams now three and two. Cardinals and Dodgers won the opening games of the NL Division Series yesterday. Cardinals beating the Braves 7-6. Dodgers shutting out the Nationals 6-0. Those games uh, will play Game 2 tonight. And then Game 1 of the AL Division Series is tonight as well. So four games on the docket. I think Clint Eastwood's going to make a movie about every real-life person. We're all in line. I can't wait till, uh yeah, our movie. It's going to be great because uh, that's what he's doing these days. But if you get a chance, you can check out the trailer for Richard Jewell. It dropped a sneak peek yesterday. It's the true life story about a man whose life was ruined when law enforcement got its story wrong and blamed an innocent man for a crime he didn't commit. There's a bunch of people you're familiar with in the movie. Uh, John Hamm, Sam Rockwell, Kathy Bates, Olivia Wilde is in the movie. And then uh, an unknown dude you've never heard of is called uh, is plays Richard Jewell. And so you remember this story pretty clearly, right? It yeah. happened pretty much in our lifetime. Back in 1996, uh, there was a bombing at the Atlanta Olympics. And Richard Jewell was like a volunteer security officer there. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he was blamed for the bombing, which he didn't end up doing. And his life got flipped, turned upside down, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Just not in a good way. And so he had to deal with all this stuff, and this is kind of the falling out of it. So we'll see if it's any good or not. What do you think about uh, Clint Eastwood-directed real-life movies? You ever see Sully? (laughs) I haven't seen Sully. Okay. haven't seen the, The Train to Paris. Whatever so that's called. I don't think you like it very much. I did huh? see American Sniper. That was right. great. Okay. Um, but that's the last one I've seen. So you're just kind of off the Clint Eastwood movie. Did you ever see the uh, Grand Torino? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you saw that one or not. Uh, but you, you didn't see The Mule, right? Uh, I have not seen The Mule. Okay. So you're about four Clint Eastwood movies behind. I know. I'm waiting you know, to, you know, to pay homage. I don't understand what that means. It means when he dies, I'll go watch those. That's awful. That is terrible. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We've got you asked first. for clarification. Well, I didn't know you were going to take it all dark. You're waiting for somebody to die before he sees his movies. It's awful. 
Coming up, we got a chance for you to win some cash money with a little thing we call the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare. That's happening at 8.30. Get ready. $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time, we gave away 200 American dollars in the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We would love to do that again, which is why we welcome on the phone Caller X this morning, who is Jeremy. Good morning, brother. How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. How about yourself? We're fighting the good fight. Thank you very much for calling in. Congratulations. So now we give you a couple of categories to choose from, which are what, Big J? Board games and people that shouldn't be famous but are. What are you feeling confident in this morning, Jeremy? Uh, I'm going to have to go with board games. All right, dude. <laughs> Good luck. All right, $50 question coming at you here. Boardwalk and Park Place are two of the properties you can purchase in this board game that usually ends with someone really upset. <laughs> Monopoly. Right. There you that go. is correct. You have $50. Would you like to risk it double or nothing and go for 100 or you want to call it a day at 50 I'll go for 100 All right. Good luck, man. All right. Uh, here you go. $100 question. You play detective in this board game where you try to solve a murder, and the game can end differently every time you try and play it. Clue. Yeah. yeah. That is right. That is $100. And so now we ask you, do you want to go for $200? Or a reminder, these questions do get more difficult as you go on, or are you going to take your $100 and walk away? Uh, I'll go for 200. All right, All right. dude. I, I think that you're going to get this. I think this is the easiest one we've had. Holy cow. Okay. okay. All right. $200 coming at you. This game's tagline is the game of global domination. It's marketed as the only strategy board game of diplomacy, conflict, and conquest. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind is risk. Right. That, that is 100% correct. Risk you got it. 200 bucks, man! Good job. Right. Jeremy, congratulations, dude. You are $200 richer, courtesy of the Double Dare. Hang Thank on you. one second, brother. We'll get some information from you. Make sure he you're good to go. risked it and won. That's the name of the game. You got to have confidence in your knowledge about this particular topic, and Jeremy was, and now he's got 200 bucks. So your next chance to play comes with Jason Drew at 1230, and then Adam at 430. We love giving away money hopefully we continue to do that over the course of the day that's how we want to wrap up this week for sure we got some pop culture smackdown that is happening next on the x rock on the morning after with nick and big j and half price fr- pop culture smackdown today sponsored by half price friday this friday uh, today 9 a.m at xrock.com to 10 minutes from now, you can get uh, $50 of authentic Mexican cuisine from El Gallo Euro for just 25 bucks. I mean, that's a steal. Every Tuesday, by the way, it's Taco Tuesday of the full buffet all day for the taco lover. Best part is today's National Taco Day. So it sounds like a great time to get in and get this half-price deal. Again, at xrock.com at 9 o'clock. We'll get you set up with tickets to Clutch. Dropkick Murphys, Hatebreed opening up out of Botanical Gardens on the 14th of October. Uh, you will also get qualified to meet the Dropkick Murphys and get an autographed vinyl from them. That is going to be super awesome. We'll also throw out your Haunted World tickets. Nice. That's a pretty cool prize package, Yeah, you're man. welcome, man. And thanks for this. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, don't be throwing it around. Let's take a look. Totally at buying that Half Price Friday, too. Get a, uh, getting a contestant 208-287-1003. In order to claim that prize, you have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, which may be easier said than done today only the shadow knows hello the x
Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What's, what's your name, man? What? I'm sorry, what was it? Ryan. All right, Ryan, you're up first. Uh, this actress played Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Cocktail, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future 2 and 3, and Ralph Macchio's girlfriend in Karate Kid. Oh. I don't know. Oh, no. Wrong. <laughs> don't apologize to me. Apologize to this young lady. Hello, the ex. Hey, we need to know what actress played Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Cocktail, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future 2 and 3, and Ralph Macchio's girlfriend in Karate Kid. Uh, my uh, girlfriend in all my dreams as a kid. Still has a um, festival. Uh, it was, uh... Don't forget the, uh... I want to say Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Don't forget the Saint... Don't forget, forget you can see her on uh, the Amazon Prime uh, series, The Boys, currently, as well. And it gets weird. It does get weird. Hello, The X. What up? Hey, this actress played Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Cocktail, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future 2 and 3, and Ralph Macchio's girlfriend in Karate Kid. Oh, God, I know the character names. Uh, oh, not Jennifer Tilly, is nope. it? Wrong. Not Jennifer Tilly. But thank you very much. We have stumped people today. I like it. Hello, the X. Hey, the X. Hello. Hey, do you know the answer to the question, sir? Is, is it Elizabeth Shue? It is indeed right. Elizabeth Shue. Well played. What is your name? Shane. Shane, you're taking on Big J. Big J, what is the best-selling album of all time and has been for a long time? Of all time, is this SoundScan era? It's, uh, well, sure. Black, Metallica Black Album. No, no, no. Wrong. No, no, no. I disagree with whatever uh, your the, answer is. It's in the top ten, but it is not the best-selling album of all time. Uh, this one's a little bit more mainstream than that, Big J. That helps. Uh, probably Thriller from Michael Jackson. Right. Got it on the second try. Uh, but good enough for Shane to win, man. You're gonna go check out uh, how many? How many albums? Uh, forty-six million, something. See, like that? then that's not accurate because the Black Album has sold over fifty million. So well, you need to check your stats. It again. might be. Well, listen. All I did was you look up best-selling albums of all time on the Wikipedia, which is what I did, and then you tell me what comes in at number one. Congratulations, Wikipedia. Well, sure. What a scam. Where am I supposed to go? Metallica.com. Yes. Well, that's not where I get my facts for the best-selling album. Sorry. But congratulations, sir. You're going to go check out Dropkick Murphy's Clutch and Hatebreed, and you're qualified to meet the band Dropkick Murphy's and get an autographed vinyl from them and some Haunted World passes are yours. There's Pop Culture Smackdown. Coming up in a few minutes, Big J and I will give you our spoiler-free review. Well, in the sound scan era, it's Metallica. What does that mean? It means from 1991 to 2014 when SoundScan okay. started to monitor the... Then I'm talking about the Billboard chart since the beginning of the, the you know, going back to the 70s. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so if you want to know about Joker, we'll tell you in a few minutes. Hold tight for that. Here's traffic. Yeah, like the best-selling album of all time. Period. All time. Not the SoundScan era. So but you I, lied to me. I know. I should you, All time should have been should have given it away. But I, I imagine that the sound scan era encompassed all time, which it kind of does. <laughs> that is Buck Cherry. We should probably redo the podcast that, now. <laughs> that is crazy, bitch. Big J and I just had a Joker breakthrough. 
Uh, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J, and last night we saw the very first screening here in the Treasure Valley of Joker. If you were one of the people that checked it out last night or you plan on going this weekend, uh, let's start with this. You can go to xrock.com, you can click on the Morning After the Movies podcast, and you can check out our Joker podcast. Now, it's broken up into two very distinctive categories. The first part of the podcast is completely and totally spoiler-free, so if you haven't seen the movie, you can get our general review of it without having any part of it ruined for you and then we dive deep into the joker movie and not deep enough no no apparently not uh, well i mean i we do talk about it yeah. there's no doubt about it but uh, there are things that have been confirmed in the last three minutes that jay and i were just talking about that really would turn the podcast on its ear for sure but uh it is uh, it is an interesting movie but let's get your spoiler free thoughts on joker big jay uh you know of course there's a lot of hype going into this a lot of warnings about violence and stuff and you know we we kind of get the idea of what why that takes place here throughout the movie I, for me i was excited to see it and and i was pleasantly surprised uh, because uh, i didn't know how it was going to come out as far as you know being in that world of of uh, batman and whatnot and and i was pleasantly surprised by how things turned out with it i thought it was great the cinematography uh the music the acting i mean all of the acting in this is superb and joaquin phoenix hands down should win every award that there is this year and maybe even this movie. I, I, I thought that it was that dramatic and interesting. And it sure is an uh, I mean, an eye-opening look at mental illness and the kind of thing that we're dealing with here in society today. Yeah, it really, I mean, and the movie takes place in 1981. So, I mean, it's, it's a very interesting fact or situation where the movie is done or takes place almost 40 years ago, but yet has so much to say about where we are today. Yeah, if this movie were to be out here in the world without it being associated with, uh, you know, the the character we know as the Joker from the comic books, it probably wouldn't receive the attention that it deserves. Yeah, you're probably right. You know. You're probably right. Uh, well, maybe the exception of the performance. I mean, I don't care whether it's a Joker movie or not. Joaquin Phoenix knocks this thing out of the park. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. And, and so uh, I think he would get the allocates no matter what. But yes, the fact that it's tied into the Joker from Batman makes it a very big deal. High profile, exactly. For sure. uh, but I, I'm with you. I mean, I think I came in with a little bit more level expectations. I actually was expecting to not think it was going to be that good because I thought it was going to have pacing issues and I thought it was going to be slow and then I thought it was going to get really strange and weird and. And make no mistake about it, it, it is kind of a, a slower movie, right? I mean, it's yeah. not an action film by and any stretch. it's strip. two hours and yeah. one minute long. But it didn't, it didn't seem to go by super slow to me. You know what I mean? I think maybe because I was, I was caught up in the performance. But I will say this. I, I mean, it's a hard movie to watch for me. It really was. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, man, that's just difficult. Only because Joaquin Phoenix does such a good job of somebody tr dealing with mental illness that and trying to go through stuff. You're just like, Jesus, man. I mean, at every turn, something else has gone haywire for the guy. Yeah. And so it's it's just one of those things where it's it's very difficult to watch and very uncomfortable. And I think it's supposed to be. And yeah. I found myself feeling that way throughout the movie. Uh, but I'll, I'll reiterate what Big J said. The performances in it are are insane uh the movie is deep like we had a podcast about it that we talked about some particular things in the movie and now here we are a day removed and we're discovering new things about it and, and so, i kind of want to see it again <laughs> so and that. i didn't i didn't yesterday i was like man i don't know how many times i could see this movie because it is so uncomfortable and 
Um, in a lot of cases, it's just not my cup of tea when I want to rewatch things. It's not a happy movie. No, no, no. You know, I don't know if I want to walk out of ever seeing stuff all the time feeling like that, but sometimes you have to. But either way, I think it's worth, uh, we were talking uh, yesterday, it's expected to projected to make the highest October opening ever for any film. They think it's going to be a big moneymaker despite it being reinted R and despite the hype and maybe even some of the warnings that surround it. Um, we weren't at part of a packed screening yesterday, but there were a pretty good amount of people there for a four o'clock showing. I mean, that's four o'clock, right. dude. That's not, and <laughs> on so, a Thursday. I don't. I have no expectations of ever of those screenings being filled, no matter what the movie. It was a good movie, and I think you guys should check it out and see it. Uh, I, I'll be very curious to see um, how people that are very big fans of the character Joker perceive of the movie. You know, some people that know the comic book mythos of the character that have followed the several, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, lanes that the character has gone on how they'll feel about the movie but overall i would say it is morning after approved right yeah you yeah, definitely and todd phillips he gets to do whatever he wants right now right i uh, mean well it he, depends on how much money he makes but i think he's written his own yeah i, I think that and this is being his first foray into drama <laughs> i mean what's he been wasting his time doing uh comedy for it's not it's not in uh, you know the more i thought about it the more it's not it's not exactly an original take i mean it, it essentially is taxi driver and you know that that very much is a scorsese movie in modern times i mean uh you're gonna see a lot of similarities between that even with the casting of de niro in the movie uh it's very much a scorsese-esque film but that is not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination so Check it out if you get an opportunity and let us know what you think. And then listen to the podcast all the way through if you've seen the movie. Uh, the Joker podcast is up now at xrock.com for morning after the movies. Bad impressions, they're next on the X-Rock. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And going to hook you up with some tickets here. Uh, Data Remembers coming to town along with Beartooth and I Prevail. It is going to be an awesome show. That's on October 15th at CenturyLink Arena. So we'll get you up with tickets to that. Uh, we'll also throw at you some tickets to go see Floater, which is happening uh, next week as well. Nice. So if you want this prize package, get on the phone, 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works thusly. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those clues, then congratulations. You've got not one but two shows that you are going to go to. You should probably make sure you are ready to go for that. Big J, are you prepared? Yeah. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's your name? Hey. All right, Ryan. Good luck. A lot of people get me confused with Adam, the afternoon guy in the X. We do look a lot alike. I'm just more famous right now. Okay. Some people love me as Lex Luthor in Superman vs. Batman, and I got nominated for being Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network. Okay. I'll be playing Columbus again in Zombieland Double Tap. Woody Harrelson? Is Woody Harrelson, Big J? No, no. Adam does not look like Woody Harrelson. Well, he might in a couple years. <laughs> Hello, That's the not X. Very nice. <laughs> Hello, the X. What's up? Hey, man, did you hear the clues? Uh, didn't. Sorry. Can I get him one more time? Yep. A lot of people get me confused with Adam, the afternoon guy in the X. We do look a lot alike. I'm just more famous right now. <laughs> okay, next one. Some people love me as Lex Luthor in Superman versus Batman, and I got nominated for an Oscar for being Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, uh, is it Jesse Eisenberg? It's Jesse Eisenberg. Well done, sir. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all good. And why is Jesse Eisenberg in the news? Uh, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Jesse. How, now, how old do you think that Eisenberg is? Oh, boy. Uh, he's probably in his 30s, so I'm going to say 31. He's 36 years old. 36. 
So happy birthday to him, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing Zombieland Double Tap. And that, what, two, three weeks away? Somewhere like somewhere in that neighborhood, soon. So uh, get ready to get ready. It looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We'll see if it's any good in a few weeks for sure. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is hell yeah, that is welcome home. And that wraps up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. Gave away another $200 in the all-cash $25,000 double dare. That felt great. Your next chance to win some cash coming up at 1230 and 430 today with Jason, Drew, and Adam. Make sure you pay attention for that. Had a chance to give you our review of Joker, which essentially is go check it out for yourself and see an amazing acting performance and maybe just maybe you like the movie as much as we did. And, of course, we also had a chance to learn a little bit about smoking gravel. Not a good idea, by the way. Yeah, it's not the same as smoking crack. Uh, But this does give us an opportunity to wrap up the show for the week and give you, Big J, a little opportunity to talk about what you're going to be doing tomorrow. Yeah, hey, man, big thanks to you, Nick, for uh, donating to the uh, Big J Walkers team uh, for the Walk to End Alzheimer's, which is tomorrow, everybody. We can still uh, raise some money and do some good. There's still time left in the day. You can go to xrock.com. You find the link there, or you can go to the X's Facebook page in the morning after Facebook page, many places to do it. And of course, uh, the walk uh, kicks off uh, 10 o'clock registration at Kleiner Park tomorrow. So make sure you do that uh, and join the team and donate if you can't make it out there tomorrow. Uh, it's okay. And before anybody freaks out, as we've talked about, it's not like a four-mile 5K kind of a thing. It's like a stroll around the park, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually a really kind of cool and interesting you know, walk as opposed to some of the other ones. So just come out, hang out. That's exactly right. So uh, get go xrock.com for more information. That's exactly where you need to be to donate as well. We will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X Rock.